Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, The New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Lifestyle Solopreneurs, today we get to speak with Rick Howell. At only 44, he has been investing since 2010. It's a family-owned business. His son, sister, and him are involved in. They're based out of Ohio, and they utilize all kinds of exit strategies in real estate. That would include wholesaling, flips, buy and holds, or even a retail arm. They have a coaching program. And prior to being in the real estate empire building world, Rick was a construction worker and a baseball and football coach. Welcome to the show, Rick. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's great to have you. You know, I'm, I love real estate. Uh, I would say a good portion of our guests on the podcast are in the real estate world in some way or another. And I like to think that it's not because I'm personally biased and attracting that, that sort of guest, but also because real estate tends to be, uh, if you're doing it, the right way, it can lead to a great lifestyle. You know, it's not at all necessarily going to take you 24-7 effort to do well and succeed in real estate. But some real estate folks do kind of fall into that. So tell us a little bit about what you do sort of day to day, week to week. What is what is being an entrepreneur in your field look like? And how did you get there? Got it. So how, how did I get there? So my, my background, again, was construction. I was an electrician from, from high school all the way until full-time 2014 when I decided to make the entrepreneurial leap to real estate. And uh, how that happened was I was working on a job site and I'd been with this company for a lot of years. And at that time, work was really bad. And we were always concerned. I'd go to work every single day concerned with if you got laid off today, you were going to be off for probably a year and a half to two years at that time. Uh, make a make a, a quick story out of this. A lot of entrepreneurs have the same same kind of activity happened to them. Well, uh, another house flipper, he was sharing with me what he does. Uh, the money he makes on the side is renovates, renovating houses. And he didn't know how to teach me how to do it. But what he did do is he gave me a book and that started my my personal development journey. And that book was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I'm sure most entrepreneurs are are familiar with. Um, so fast forward that, I read this book and decided, wow, I want to learn about this real estate thing. So I ju- jumped into to learning and YouTube and trying to learn, 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 and really with no sense of direction at all. We just started buying houses like 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 pure construction workers. We had no systems or anything. We didn't know what we were doing, but you can get houses cheap on the market at that time. So we just started buying and renovating these things with no sense of direction at all. After some uh, some miserable experiences, and, and and I know talk about working twenty four seven. At that time, we were working all day as electricians and then all night as construction workers. We didn't realize it was miserable because we thought we were doing something new. But looking back, it was absolutely miserable, and I didn't know anything about coaching. I didn't know anything about getting support mentors. That that whole world was new to me. I didn't even hear of it. But what happened was the contractor had stolen some money from me and I didn't know what to do, but connect the dots. I happened to be at a real estate networking event right here in town. And a gentleman had asked me if I've ever heard of a coach, if, you're, if I ever thought about hiring a real estate coach. And I didn't know what that was, but I said, I'm, I'm open to it. So I started researching what that meant. So I ended up just hiring a mentor in real estate. And fast forward that, it took us from a flipping a house or two a year, like construction workers, 
to now from 2014 till current day, we've built a, a business where we do probably, I don't know, 40 to 50 deals a year, renovations slash buy and holds. And we also have real estate agents on our team to where some leads come through and we can't buy them or do anything with them. We, we refer them out to our real estate agents. But the, the, the special part of all this is it went from being a solopreneur of just trying to figure it all out myself to understanding and learning how to build a, a team of amazing people around us. Most importantly, uh, my son finally came on, uh, came on full-time with us. And that was kind of a dream ever since uh, 2014. I went to this real estate event. And that was kind of the dream of having a family-owned business. And also my sister, which is the brains behind all of this. I'm just the, the guy out on the construction world. But she's the one behind the scenes, project man- or property management, handling all the books, all of that stuff. So we're just a family-owned business. And we bang out deals in Toledo, here in Toledo, Ohio. And uh, here in the near future, we're going to be expanding down to Florida. That's amazing. That is just such an amazing journey and story. And I'm sure you sometimes think about it. If you hadn't taken action, you would probably still have... There's a good chance you'd have that same job that you had before you decided to take control of your own future. Right. Yeah, I would I would say that, that the key word right there is the action. And at that time, I didn't know I was taking action. I didn't know anything about it. We just... Uh, I just knew I didn't want to get laid off and I wanted to make money on the side. And that turned into a, a pretty substantial business. Well, so for this is not a real estate only podcast. So a lot of people right. listening, they they may not be involved in the real estate world at all right, right now. So can you define for us, you know, what is a flip, right? Like what what do you do if you're a if you're flipping real estate? What do you do if you are buying and holding? Like these are industry terms that you and I are super familiar with, but I want to make sure we're all coming from the same place and with the same knowledge base as far as terminology? Yes, ma'am. Great question. So when we when we use the term flip, that is when we buy a property from a seller that may be in a certain situation, could be financial or whatever the case may be, they may have a house that needs some work that we're able to buy at some sort of a discount to help them get out of the situation they're in. The key, the key is to just be a problem solver for people that need it, right? We're able to take that house and do some work to it. And then turn around, make it, you know, add, it's called a value add, add the value to the property, make it worth more money, and then turn around and sell it as a renovated home on the retail market for a profit. Uh, that would be the term flip. And on the other side of it, if uh, we, we also build rental portfolios to holding assets for cash flow, there's times where maybe the, the, the spreads don't make enough money on the back end to sell it on the market with a realtor. So we'll keep it and uh, keep it as a rental property for cash flow for long-term wealth for generations behind us. And it feels good because you know, you're, you're helping provide housing. I mean, you are uh, taking properties that sometimes are very distressed, right? Like they have problems, like they're not safe. Sometimes they're not even really habitable and uh, you're converting it into a home that a family can enjoy. And you know, not necessarily a family, anyone who's renting it or buying it. And so it must feel good that what you're doing is also very helpful to society as a whole. Yeah, it helps. It helps because if there's a house in a neighborhood that is needing needing some attention, that's not in the greatest shape, that will bring other values down around it. And on the flip side of that, if we're able to take that house and make it beautiful and nice again, it does just the opposite. And it adds value to everybody else in the area as well. So it's a win-win situation. And so you came into this industry with a construction background. So you knew what's involved in taking a house and improving it and renovating it, remodeling it. But there's people that jump into your field who don't necessarily come from a, a construction or real estate background. How do those people make a shift into this career? Because what you do seems very specialized, especially to somebody who is not involved at all in real estate. They might live in a home and that's kind of the extent of it. So 
is there a, a journey, a path for someone to go from absolute zero knowledge about construction to working in your field? Yes, ma'am. That's a great question as well. So actually, the people that have the most success in our industry are the people that don't know anything about real estate. And the reason I say that is because I come from the background of electrician. So at first, if you can picture an electrician trying to do drywall, roofing, siding, and all that, it was an absolute mess because we thought we, thought we knew construction, right? So really, we should have stayed in our own lane and just did the electrical work and hired out to the professionals that do that stuff every single day. So in working with people all over the country, I've noticed that the people that don't, that are very, that don't know anything about real estate, but you can teach them how to build teams. You can teach them how to interview contractors, how to interview professionals, how to bring these specialty people on their team to do that work. They succeed a lot faster than people like myself, because we know just enough to be dangerous at it. But when you don't know anything about it and you know that, hey, in order, in order to get the roofing done, I need to hire a professional roofer, right? Or I need to get a, a furnace done. I need to hire a professional HVAC guy. I know those things. You kind of get out of your own way. So that's what I would recommend is really understanding that you don't have to know everything. It's actually, you're better off if you don't know anything about anything and just understand how to network with people. That's the important part. And in what you do, right? Working in real estate, yes. have you found yourself tempted to diversify in other fields? Or are you not looking to find greener grass or to see if there's something else you should do? Are you really happy just sticking to this lane that you found so much success in? I'll tell you what, that is a great question. And this is a, this is a, sometimes I think it's a sickness between myself and many entrepreneurs is the shiny object syndrome. I would say opportunities and shiny objects slap you in the head. It seems like every, every single day, and it's very easy to get derailed and want to chase other, other things. So yes. I have looked at other opportunities. I have, uh, I've been in a situation where I've made mistakes and lost money because I've looked at other, other opportunities or tried to do deals in different areas that I wasn't familiar with or just look at different industries. And it seems like that always had taken away the main focus of our real estate. So would I be open to other businesses at some point? At some point, I would. But I've learned enough over the past 10 years to understand that I need to stay in my own lane because usually it causes problems when I don't. And we have people on it, like my sister and my our project managers and people on our team. We all know that our, our job is to keep, keep us focused. If somebody has a great idea, the, the rule in our business is we have to talk through it with, that, with everybody before we can move on any other opportunities. Tell us about your retail arm. So what's the genesis for that? So the retail arm, that was one of those shiny objects. <laughs> in uh, 2013, I decided it was a good idea to... We'd been rehabbing houses since 2010. I thought it was a good idea to get my real estate license. And the reason I did that was because the, the realtor I was working with started just text messaging me lockbox codes and was never even coming out to the houses and making thousands and thousands of dollars off the houses we were buying. So in my mind, I was thinking, well, this is a great idea. Let me get my real sales license. So I did. And all of a sudden, I'm selling all these houses as a realtor. So I, was, I didn't, couldn't decide whether I was a, a realtor or a house flipper or anything like that. So I, I was very, uh, I felt like I had ADD times 10, right? So what happened was I went to one of my mentors at a, at a real estate event and, and literally sat there and I just raised my hand and I said, I'm, I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with these 10 flips. I'm dealing with these 20 clients, yada, yada, yada. I didn't know what direction to go. And I just felt like if I, if I gave up one of them, I was giving up money and I was giving up opportunity. Well, one conversation changed the entire game for us. And he taught me to pick one and outsource the other. So what happened was I decided Building the rental portfolio, the, the rehabs, that was the long-term wealth. That's the retirement, right? Building the asset base was the, was, the, was the foundation. 
the sales side of it was almost like just another job. So what he taught me to do was build a team, get a couple, couple rock star agents that are hungry, that had a team, you know, a team mindset. And instead of me working all the leads that came through, refer those out to those agents for a split on the commission. So we've been doing that ever since. If a lead comes through and it's not anything that we can buy, flip, keep, or anything like that, we can put in our business. I'll refer it out to an agent. And it's worked out beautifully because everybody wins off the marketing we're doing anyways. I found that's such good advice because I have found that with the solopreneur world, right? People who are entrepreneurial at heart, they want to go out and start a business. The problem isn't, you know, they don't have one single business. The problem sometimes is that they're trying to start five or 10 businesses all at once, you know, or take it in so many different directions, but, you know, all at the same time. I love usually the advice we hear that I think is also really good advice is to go sequential, you know, and get build one business first, get it established, set up, and then maybe venture out to add another company or business to what you're doing. But I love that the advice you got was, no, pick one and then build the other one so that it is it runs without you. You know, it's very yeah. outsourced. And I that's fantastic advice. Yeah. Yeah. That really changed the game. And it really fixed when when we're talking about designing your own lifestyle and, and giving giving time to yourself and your family and that that changed everything for us because at that time I was literally running sun up till sundown, not with no particular direction, just go trying to trying to maintain flips and then trying to do to work with retail clients. And it was it was miserable, but I didn't even I didn't really realize it was miserable until someone pointed it out. And do you have any favorite either techniques or software, other kinds of hacks that help you maintain that white space in your calendar? Yes. So we our, our business is, is is fully fully leveraged and outsourced. So we have cold callers on the phone from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. daily using a platform called Call Tools. We have this is all of our outbound marketing. So that took that off of my plate. And then we have a, a VA on the text platform. We have a texting platform that's called Lead Sherpa. She sends 1,200 text messages a day and and handles all those. The agents handle all of the the retail side of things, like we said. Uh, the, um, I have one project manager that handles all the day-to-day on the job stuff. So pretty much my job at this point is to confirm the numbers are right on deals that we're going to take down and also maintaining the high level relationships of, uh, you know, lenders and mentors and other investors around the country and things like that. Amazing. So for you, what's next? Where do you see yourself in a year or two? So for me, what's next? That's a really good question. I have always, prior to the pandemic, I had just moved down to St. Petersburg and got an apartment and our business here was running great. And I was, my job was to go research another market and then we were going to expand. Well, when the world shut down, that just put a damper on everything. I mean, everybody experienced that. So we retracted from that idea for a little while, came back to Toledo and focused all of our resources, everything on right here. Toledo is the number three most affordable city in the country. So people come from all over the country, majority California, right here to to buy investment properties because you can get them for pennies on the dollar compared to out there, right? So we came back, focused on that, built built this out. Well, now that everything's running again and everything's the how properties, the investing side of things is going well, I'm getting ready to go back down again into a little town called Newport Ritchie and uh, really build some relationships there and see about starting either a sales team down there or start investing down there as well. Amazing. So you coach as well. This is... And when I hear that you coach, I know you used to coach baseball and football, but I'm assuming you're coaching in the area of real estate these days. Yes, ma'am. I work with investors. We work with uh, investors and some agents. Um, so a lot of, there's a lot of agents that are investors as well. Uh, but we, we have a, a one-to-many group coaching program as well as one-on-one 
coaching where I uh, work with people one-on-one and I fly into people's markets and help them set up their, their entire their business model. All I do is I teach people exactly what we do. I open, the, uh, open up the curtain to our entire business from start to finish and show people exactly what we do, how we do it, and uh, help them get to where they want to get to. So how do people find out more? If someone's listening, they're like, I, I need more Rick in my life. So how does someone connect with you, learn more about you and, um, and follow up? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for that. I, uh, we're on the social media platforms. I'm still learning those at my age, right? But uh, we've been doing really well on the, on the TikTok at Rick Howell REI. We've been doing well on the Instagram, all three of them, Rick, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at Rick Howell REI. Um, I put some good, useful content out on uh, YouTube as well. And I just want everybody to know that when you follow us on the social medias or YouTube, right, there's no pitch. There's no, there's no seeding you and, and getting you to, to click a link to go buy something. There's none of that. Everything, everything we put out is, is useful content that you could use today. And if you ever have any questions, please, um, I get writer's block sometimes when I make these videos. So if you have any questions or anything you'd like to know about, and, and, and I feel that I'm experienced enough to share that with you, I'll, uh, I'll make a whole video based around what you ask. And then for our, our coaching program, uh, there's a website called uh, leveluprei.coaching.com. And you can go there and uh, that's connected directly to me. So if it's something you're interested in, it'll be me calling you directly. And uh, we'll see if we're a good fit to I can help you out. Rick, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. It's always inspirational and motivating to hear from someone like you who left just kind of what would be considered an ordinary job, right? Like a typical job. And you said, that's not for me. It's not easy to make that transition, but you did it. And you have built an amazing empire that not only employs you, but also your family, which is great. You have a true family business. And for all of that, I celebrate you. And I appreciate the fact that you shared with us today. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it as well. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www.kajabi.com kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.